Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The big news is this. What is the big news? Little Miss will be a big sis. Will be a big sis. What the fuck? Is <laughs> I don't know, it just came into my head. It's from a book that I used to read the kids. Carry on, Paul. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Red Men News, welcome. I am Paul Machen, that is Chris Payne-Jack. It's your daily Liverpool news. We're here throughout the season. The transfer window has shut. Slam! Um, yeah, I mean, it, not for Liverpool. It just, it just, it just it gradually... It happened, you know, it, it never slammed, ago. It never, it never opened. It gradually, just, it gradually, ever so crushingly closed, leaving less and less daylight and chances of transfers. And still continue. Let come out! <laughs> <laughs> Moving his fingers underneath, and uh, alas, no, 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 no last minute transfer moves for the mighty Reds. In certainly a few bits and pieces to discuss, and some transfer rumors persist as well. Because, of course, um, I think there's probably a number of foreign websites that haven't got on to the fact that the English transfer window is shut. Don so, Malan. So, we'll talk about uh, a bit about Coutinho and, and uh, Inyaki Williams in a moment. And uh, Ian Klopp has been there's done his press conference and reacted to some of the transfer uh, talk and speculation as well. But first and foremost, as a reminder, to get over to the Red and sign up. If you enjoy what we're doing on Red Men News, then we do uh, the Reds News Roundup show every single week throughout the season, uh, largely hosted by the man, the legend, Mr. Steve Horse. 60 minutes, really getting to delve into the, the big stories around Liverpool on and off the pitch, and a whole host of other brilliant content, including Chris's interview with the gaffer himself, Jürgen Klopp, 23 minutes, world exclusive, uh, with the man himself who should get you thoroughly fired up for the game tonight, as if you were already. Universe exclusive. Yeah, universally galactically exclusive. Um, there's also uh, Ross and Ben have done their 2019-20 uh, Premier League table predictor and there's a whole host of other fantastic stuff including in exclusive interviews with a host of Liverpool first team players as well. It's free for the first month, that means you get the first month of the brand new season uh, and everything around it and the back catalogue as well to delve into so go and do that, go and do that right now. Um, right, we're going to kick off with some stuff that's happened um, for definite. Uh, James Pearce LFC uh, tweeting that Liverpool Chris will bank 3 million, potentially rising to 3.5 for Oviagaria. Season long loan at Reading with an obligation to buy. Now, I, I guess that's. Th- I, I wonder if that's 3 million. I wonder if they're getting that with the obligation to buy, or that's the loan fee, and then it's a little bit extra. I mean, there's no way of knowing just from, just from the tweet. No, and you can read it. If, uh, you know, both ways, can't you? Is that something that we're getting when they buy him, like the Danny Ings to Southampton? 
Or is that three million for this season, maybe half a million for appearance bonuses? Mm -hmm. But then why would you have the appearance bonuses? Because that's normally for a, if you come back, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you want them to have played football so that they've developed a little bit. I think bit. This, Harry Wilson's got a similar thing in his loan, isn't it? Because it's like two and a half going to go to the Because he's on, coming yeah. back to you, yeah. want him to come back a better player. Absolutely. If, he's, if there's an obligation to buy, you wouldn't do that, would you? So yeah. I, I don't know. Either way, Liverpool are going to bank this. Whether that's now or later, nobody yeah. knows. I think it's a, it's sad, isn't it? I, I, it's, a, it's a shame over Ajaria. He came out of nowhere, appeared in pre-season two years ago at, at Prenton Park and looked looked the business from you know coming out coming out of which I'd never Was it just heard two of him. Years ago? Believe so, like um, maybe maybe three. Um, uh, you know, it might be four. Who knows? It's been a while. Uh, the point is, is that you know he, he came out of nowhere. No one had heard of him. He looked very impressive. He obviously has loan spell at Rangers, which didn't work out for him. He had a loan spell at Sunderland, I think, at the back end of the season, which didn't really. No one told me anything about, so it hadn't gone spectacularly. The time for him to move on really is now. Klopp is clearly prepared to give a look, uh, give him a look, or whatever, because we saw some bits and pieces of him earlier on under under Jurgen. But now, fair enough, three and a half million. I always thought he was a decent player. Didn't know where he was supposed to fit in with this side, and I, that's no criticism. You know, look, we've got Marco Grujic out on loan there, who I think is a better player. Who at the minute everyone's looking, where, where, where does he get his game? It's where they fit all? into the side. Is he yeah. is he a midfielder in a four three three? Is he more of an attacking player? Is he a link player? Something like that. But again, you know, coming back to, it, I won't tell too much on this, Paul. But Liverpool are getting good money for these players who aren't good enough for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, long gone are the days where they they go for a free or they go out for four hundred thousand. Pounds. I mean, that's a significant chunk of change, isn't it? Three yeah. million quid for a lad who we haven't really ever seen in the first team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's, you know what else it is? You think about those times a few seasons ago, I mean, we played West Ham and we had like Ben Woodburn and Ovi Ajari were, our, were the only subs we had really available to us at the time. Shows you know, how, how far we've come and how much the levels required from young players. You know, where we're at. Where now we're we've at got a lad sat on the bench who's very short and has two Champions League winners medals mm. in his arse pocket in Shakiri, doesn't he? Because he's got one from Bayern, he's got one from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, completely, completely. Um, but we're going to move on then. One player who, who, who didn't secure his move, and it, it, although it looked likely at the start of the window that he would, is Ryan Kent. Stephen Gerrard's revealed that Rangers made a last gas bid for Ryan Kent during the final week of the transfer window. Kent spent last season on loan at Ibrox, as we know. He was voted PFA Scotland Player of the Year, got six goals and four assists. Um, Leeds move never materialised, uh, and Gerrard said, I don't think it's a secret we tried to get Ryan Kent to return. Liverpool knew how much he wanted him to come back. He was told a week he go by Jürgen he wouldn't be going out on loan so I respect that decision we checked again a couple of days ago Michael Edwards said it was very very clear that it wouldn't be happening so we had to move in a different direction and just this is a few nice words about him it's, um, it's nice that you know Jürgen told Gerard this but I mean he told the papers two weeks ago so maybe they're just not getting any English papers up in Scotland <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they just, they, no one told the Daily Record um, it, it's interesting the Kent, the Kent stuff because I wonder whether there's still a move abroad for him you know it, you know, because we, we, we were chatting about this before and obviously the transfer window shut in England we know he went he had a, an unsuccessful loan spell in, in Germany previously but you know also all the way coming out of the pool as if they couldn't get the right deal for Wilson and Kent both of them would stay and I I Keep going down to it. I'd, given the choice in terms of, I think what we what Liverpool need in the squad. I don't think he's look. He's not going to be knocking on the door to to to, to pop Sadio Mane out of his position anytime soon. But in terms of having a lad who can play from the left, who's got pace, who's a bit dribbly. Worst case scenario, if you if you if you lost the and Mane. 
I'd have no qualms with seeing Ken come into a side that also had Firmino and Salah still yeah, in it. He's no, got, he's got, he's, he's a decent player. Isn't look, he? I get what you're saying, like, but I just think that Jürgen's more likely to put Alex Oxley Chamberlain or Wayne Alden there or something like that. So for me, for me, you know, I think they're right to stick to their guns if they don't, if they've said we won't loan him out, we want to sell him, and there's a fee that we want to sell him for, then they're right to stick to their guns. Someone will come along next year, Stephen Gerrard will probably come along in January, something mm -hmm. like that. So uh, it's not the worst thing in the world for Liverpool, but whether he... I'm not sure he's anything. He's a player who can cause problems on the pitch, and I think you can do well yeah. worse. And I'd rather have him up in the front three than Lalana. And I know Lalana's a million miles down the pecking order, but that's that. It that that is what it is. Uh, moving on then uh, to some transfer bollocks, because as I say, it never ever ends. Uh, and we can see here via Sports Mole. Um, Manchester United done some digging. did absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'd expect nothing less. They kind of not leaving. They're not. They're doing nothing. If they're not digging, then they're doing frig all, aren't they? Um, they may be doing frigol. Manchester United, Liverpool amongst clubs, still interested in Inaki Williams. Remember him. We were all talking about him like a year ago, two years ago, January transfer windows. Uh, but apparently a host of the Premier League's biggest clubs reportedly remain interested in him, Chris, despite no move materialising. <laughs> just, yeah, just bullshit. Imagine if there's a bunch of sporting directors now reading this going, ah, that, that, that's his name. You know, that, what it, that's what, you know what it reminds me of. You know, when you end up in a, a, a late night championship manager, footy manager session, you don't write notes down mm. and you, you have, that's the guy and you come back to it the next day and you've forgotten who it was that was going to make your squad tick. And you're like, oh my God, it was Anaki Williams. Where did, where was that piece of paper with his name on? It's where was that? I was stuck it up on the wall in front of me, but I stopped seeing it because it's been there for six months. Yeah. Damn it. For me, it's that when you ever, it, it, back in the day, I'm sure I in this, when it, the way you used to download music was song at a time. And if you ever sat down in front of your computer and were like, I'm going to download some music. Can't now. think of a song. Can't of a single, single song. And that was what it, you know, every, every one of us has done it. When you sit down in front of your laptop and you've got access to everything in the world, what was it you were supposed to be doing on the laptop? And maybe that's just it. He was on a bunch of, like, in the, in, the, in the minds of a lot of people, and they've just gone, and then it's gone, oh, shh. He would have done. He would have done splendidly. Um, but no, uh, the Red Devils decided there was not enough time to push through a transfer, considering his 88 million uh, or uh, euro or 81.2 million release clause. I'm going to talk to Romelu Lukaku and San Mario Mandzukic and Athletic's reluctant to lose Williams. Blah de blah de blah. Liverpool, City, Chelsea are understood to be keeping tabs on the forward. Hey, look, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if Liverpool. You know, they've made a transfer, they've made their position well-known. They weren't looking to, to go out and spend big in the summer. But I I wonder if... I, I look, I have no hope or expectation that a major signing will happen in January. But there is a list of players permanently that Liverpool are interested in. And there'll be times where they're ready to activate them. And that might be how available they are, how much money they're likely to cost, what their length of contract is, and what the current situation is with the Liverpool squad. So it, Liverpool have got a position at least... Where you've got half a season to gauge where you're at, and if and it, look if if a if Mane was to suffer an injury or whatever, you'd imagine there is a pot of money at least if they wanted if they would if they needed to make a significant move in January, it's a possibility. But yeah. the fact that this lad's not been mentioned in the slightest to Liverpool all summer, I would I, would I mean skeptical. I, I said that I thought you know one of the thing a week ago I said listen because of the way that the transfer window ends and stuff, I think there might be a big move in Liverpool in January, but it really does. Uh, it really does depend on whether there's an injury to one of our players. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, 
look, you're going to come on to Coutinho next. Mane goes down, and you need a left winger to keep competing at the top of the Premier League, hopefully, and in, in well, may, maybe he'd be able to play in Europe, maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't move, maybe he does. But there's a guy who you can go out there and plug into that Mane-shaped hole in your squad. Yeah. Um, plus, also, there's the, all the, you know, because the rest of Europe still haven't finished, what happens there when those pieces have all finally fallen? Mm -hmm. There's going to be a player somewhere that isn't going to be needed, yeah. and that, and then maybe that's the, that's what they're playing on. Yeah. I don't know. My my gut is we don't sign anyone in January, but we go bigger next summer. The, the, yeah, we go. Let's come back to it. Like I mean, the, uh, so Mundo Deportivo is saying the English market closed without a way out for Felipe Coutinho, ruled out by Tottenham, but PSG, Italy, and Germany are still open. So obviously the talk is that he's going to be if Neymar's going to get his move away from PSG, then Coutinho going that way is going to be pivotal to all that happening. And listen, Liverpool, let's say Liverpool are interested in Coutinho and he didn't want to spend twenty-one million pounds and five million on wages or whatever. It's probably ten million on wages. I don't know. And they thought he's going to end up sitting there behind Neymar on £300,000 a week. In January, if that's the case, then Barcelona are going to go, we just have to get rid. There's no bargaining position. We have to get rid of this lad yeah. off our books. Absolutely. I'd just be, I'd be, you know, Barca, if Barca are desperate to sell, then you're right, their levels of desperation will increase as and when their situation is under pressure. And also, like, I'm really made up, Paul, that he didn't go to another English side because yeah. he sentenced any of them. Yeah. And I was really, that was the one thing that I was really happy with when it did slam shut is that Coutinho didn't end up back It works in both ways, that for me, because yeah, exactly, but also that no English club, and some of that will be his position, like not wanting to play for another one, which is, you know, if that's the case, honour, brilliant, proves he's got nice slightly more than, than Michael Owen maybe, like, but it also, why not? Because there were plenty of English clubs who would have had him, and I'm sure, you know, there's, there's, there's and if he's not being wanted at Barcelona, is he going to sit and rot? It's, it's an interesting situation, and you're right, I, I feel, I actually feel yeah, infinitely comforted by the fact that Spurs didn't go for them or United or, or whatever because it kind of shows in, actually that there's probably more to it you know there's more to it than just that it's a no-brainer look Phil Coutinho is a 15 we'll score you 15 Premier League goals or 15 to 20 goals in all comps playing for an English side if you play right if you know if, if, he, if he fits in with what you're doing it's mad that someone wouldn't take that punt. So if so, if no one else is taking that punt, when clearly there are other clubs prepared to spend money this window, it says to me that there's probably a little and bit more. Let, to let's look at it from the other side as well. You know, put yourself in Phil Coutinho's boots, and you know maybe it's not something that you guys want to do, but you know he he had this idea of playing for Barcelona his entire life. It was mm -hmm. his dream move. Now the way he got there, let's not talk about we've we've talked about it enough. But you get there, it doesn't work out, and then you're asking him to pick your next club mm -hmm. based on 24 hours notice. I mean, if that was me and I've had such a torrid time at Barcelona, I'd be like, I don't want to rush into this move. Stick because, out, yeah. yeah, because, like, look, look even if he, if he can get games at Barcelona, brilliant, whatever. But even from the fact that, is Manchester United right for me? Am yeah. I going to be right playing for Tottenham? It's a big decision to make when you've made a terrible decision the last time. Yeah, You'd want time to think about it, wouldn't you? Absolutely, 100%. Um, we're just going to do this quickly on Jürgen Klopp then. As we can see here on thisisanfield.com, Jürgen Klopp, 90% of Liverpool fans back the transfer party. Chris, do you want to just quickly go through that? Yeah, um, sure. There's a quote from the, pre from the press conference, I think. I know, I've and, seen it somewhere. Uh, nobody should...
to think we did not look, he told Telegraph's Chris Bascom. It is not that we are not negotiating like crazy as well in these times, but finding the right solution is more difficult the better the teams get. Uh, the boss added that he thinks the most supporters back the policy of the club and that few who don't are just vocal fans on social media. Around 90% of our people are with us on transfer policy, 10% maybe not, but they are on social media. They are constantly worried. <laughs> He's fucking nailed it. How Jürgen Klopp, who, let's be honest, is only a relatively new convert to the world of social media and his, you know, his Twitter accounts, how has he managed to take a look at, at it and, and, and a 100% nail what everyone truly knows? And there's going to be people who are losing their shit in the comments right now, and they are the people, they are the people that he's talking about. It's people who are constantly worried. And I've, we said this, we did a bit, we did on the on our on the MXP podcast the other week about like Twitter is 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 just and and YouTube comments is just a place where people just vent their anxieties. And I don't think there are some people I don't think who, who, who understand that they possess anxieties. They just think that it's them seeing the world as it is, whereas it's not. It's losing control of your emotions and losing control of your, a little bit of your, your grip on yourself and your, and, and your self-control. For sometimes, for just because you haven't got a grip, and sometimes for, for deeper-rooted reasons. But I, I think I think Jürgen's spot on. And the problem we've got is that social, because of social media, and because it's often our, our gateway to other to other fans, if it can feel as though you're look, you're reading the opinions of a vast majority of mm. people, it become if you feel like it's a, it's represented representative of a wider feeling. And I completely agree. I think it's absolute fucking it's nonsense, but it makes you it does make you feel uh, the opposite. Um, yeah. Before we delve into your comments, which Tom will have lined up for us, uh, just a reminder: uh, we wrote a book. A book about Liverpool's triumphant season, which didn't feel like it was a triumphant season because it focused on a lot. I talk about the, the some of the YouTube comments just then and how people lose their heads. It is a document of the absolute insanity that followed Liverpool's run through to a six European Cup. Um, from people literally saying every week we're going to win the league to people saying that if we don't sign a Cardi, the, then the season's over. Um, fans of op op opposition teams calling us loser fool. One season wonders of, of Mohamed Salah. Uh, there's an entire a chapter dedicated to the wonder of Divock Origi and Jordan Pickford's little arms. There's exclusive photos um, from our travels around Europe following the Mighty Reds. Uh, and the book is available in a very, very, very now limited edition um, print edition. It's fucking huge and it's weighty and we'll get it sent out to you. Signed by me and Ross who, who've written it and we can put a personal message in. Um, and the, um, yeah, the digital versions are available. It's available on Kindle and on iBook as well right now. So if you don't want a physical edition, you can save yourself a few bob as well. But if you want a real physical product, you want a real cool thing to remember the season by and have a really good laugh, it's totally different to any other Liverpool book out there. As I say, it celebrates the absolute madness and insanity that follows every single random kick of the ball for the Mighty Red. So yeah, you can get it. We'll put the links uh, in the description and we'll put them in a, in a comment as well underneath. Uh, so yeah, get your book ordered, get your, uh, get your eyes around. Uh, it's your year. Um, the how the internet reacted to Liverpool's 2018-2019 season but right now Tom what comments have you got for us um, just going to kick it off with a super chat Hooper Tex says up the red men then six stars and then does that yes oh, is that the thing for six in Chinese culture or something or no, what? what's that one what, oh, what's the other one what's the six someone sent me an email about it like. yeah we did we got a few people telling us let, let us know what the individual hand single is for, for number six but yeah, uh, um, thank you for the super chat. Thank you for um, the super chat. Tip the footy, talk about Coutinho, interesting one. I think with Sané injury, Coutinho could end up at Bayern. 
could end Ooh. up with Bayern, or you could see like Man City in January, maybe make a maybe make a move for him because they've got priors for trying to force things through and doubling down on what they've got. But the Bayern's, it's, I've not really seen him heavily linked with Bayern at all. But he's gonna go, he's gonna have to go somewhere. So yeah, it could be. Worst places for him to go. Paul Advenko says, I'll review, I'll review your book. Send me a review copy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you send me eighteen ninety nine for a physical edition or nine ninety nine for a digital edition, you absolutely can do. Okay. Uh, put your bank details in there in your address. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely do Please not do, do that. Not do that. <laughs> Add the security code on the back as well if you're going to. Come on. Uh, seriously, don't. Seriously, please do not. Um, go on, Tom. A couple of, couple um, of quick... Ryan Kent said... Uh, uh, Brian Kent says it. No, Milo talking about Ryan Kent. He says, "I like his directness and his on-ball ability. However, his final product just isn't there. Hopefully, he can use his chances this season. If not, he'll be gone by next year." Yeah, I don't think. As Chris says, he's not going to get much footy for Liverpool this season. But again, it boils down to it. Having having fast, skillful players, they're always going to be preferable to having non-fast, skillful players. So there you go. Right, we're going to have to wrap up there for today's daily news. Thank you very much for everyone. We'll be back at twelve thirty on Monday. Monday, the Super Cup will be looming then. Before then, it is Liverpool versus Norwich. The Premier League season is back tonight. Head over to the Redmen TV YouTube channel for the build-up show and for the starting 11 prediction as well. And if you want more content, uh, get over to the RedmenTV.com. If you're watching this on the Redmen News YouTube channel, drop a subscribe to that and click that notification bell. And we'll see you on Monday.